When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Eagles Landing Christian Academy Coaches Show with your Eagles Landing head coach, Jonathan Guess. All right, welcome in, everybody. Phil Jones with you, and it's time once again to talk football. And this time we're talking playoff football with the head coach of Eagles Landing Christian Academy, Jonathan Guest on the line with me. Coach, how are you, man? I'm doing good. How about you? Coach, I'm doing great. How was your Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving was really good. It's always good if you come out with a win. Boy, isn't that the truth? Of course, you know, the first part of that is you want to be practicing, as we've talked about. You want to be practicing on Thanksgiving and the Thanksgiving week, but uh, that's only part of the deal because you want to go on and win the game. And then, of course, you want to continue playing. And uh, you guys, uh, for now, have accomplished goal number one. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it was a great game on Friday night. And here we are in round two, and we're excited to be here. Absolutely. Coach, you know, we, we've talked ad nauseum about the, the regular season, the ups and the downs. No need to really rehash all of that. But here we are, and I'm sure with everything you guys have gone through, it, it's it's almost got to feel like a chance at, you know, redemption almost. It's a chance to, hey, we survived, uh, you know, the if you want to call it the, the first season. And now here we are ready to go season two. And, of course, you guys are very comfortable when it comes to the postseason, and it showed Friday night, let's talk about the big victory over what was a good Aquinas team. Yeah, you know, they're a pretty, very good football team. Um, and, you know, we just came out and, and we played probably our best half of football that we've played all year, which is the goal. You know, we went to halftime 28-0. Um, and, and we also lost the touchdown because one of our players reached the ball out, you know, that crazy rule mm-hmm. where if they fumble into the end zone, it's a touchback. I, I don't understand that rule at any level. I don't either. Um, it doesn't make any sense. But, um, but, but, yeah, so we played our best half of football and was really proud of our defense and offense, and special teams. Um, came out in the second half, kind of – you know, messed around for a little bit. You know, I don't think we came out focused because we were up 28-0, kind of dominated. Um, but anyways, you know, ended the game uh, winning 45-17 and just really proud of our guys and getting better every single week. And, you know, your your hope and your goal is that you're playing your best football in the playoff. And um, so – I think we did that. We did that for three quarters. We didn't necessarily do that in the third quarter, but we did it in the first and the second and the fourth quarter. 
Um, you know, now the goal is let's go put four quarters together uh, this week. Absolutely, absolutely. And, uh, again, big-time victory. And, you know, we talked about it, I believe, you know, last week. Um, you know, you guys, after that Pierce County game, not that you really played bad because you didn't, but, you know, after that Pierce County game, you guys, it was almost like turning on the switch. Uh, something happened. Something clicked. Anything magic there? Uh, one of the win-win for the Gipper speeches or anything you can go back and point to? as to really what got your team motivated from that point and what's obviously carried through to today. Yeah, no, not really. I mean, you're playing Pierce County, which is one of the best teams in AAA, and then you played Chris County, which is one of the best teams in AAA, and we lost to Blessed Trinity, which is the best team in 5A. Um, so you just went through a stretch right there. We competed. We fought. We just came up on the short end against really good teams, teams that would probably win the state championship if they were in single A. Um and, um, you know, honestly, if it did anything, yeah, we lost, but um, we were confident in who we are and um, what we can do. And, and so uh, defense was continued to play really well during that stretch, especially against Crisp and uh, Pierce. And offensively, you know, we're just figuring it out, you know, trying to figure out our identity and who we are and um, how our team meshes together. Um, and I think, you know, coming off that Pierce game, you know, the Trinity game was a really good game for us. Um, played them and, and really dominated that game and won 34 to zero. And we've just been rolling ever since. Um, and, and our goal is just to continue to get better. And, um, you know, so no, no, no real great speeches or anything like that. Football's crazy. You know, you don't ever know what's going to happen, but you just, you just work hard and you try to get better every single week. And um, and every Friday night you find out where you are. Yeah, and I, I would have to think that, again, after a little bit of unsettling uh, results, if you want to call it that, during the regular season like we've talked about, you've got to feel pretty good about your team returning to where I think everybody uh, includes or expects you guys to be, including you. Yeah, you know, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, we're – where we expect to be it's crazy you think i'm crazy but i don't i don't start off the year with the crazy expectations or anything like that it's just work hard every day and get better and try to maximize the ability of each player and through that you maximize your ability as a team figure out your identity figure out who you are what do you do well where do the pieces go all those type of things and um you know this year's just been a little bit it's just been a little bit more of a shuffling type thing. Um, people got injured. Um, Josh Rogers at the beginning of the year got hurt. Our tailback, kind of who we build the offense around, he got hurt. And then his backup got hurt, Brandon. Um, Brandon Hood, who's a freshman, but that was his backup. He got hurt. Um, and so you're kind of just – you're at a loss uh, offensively. Who are we? What do we do? We felt good about our defense. Um, and so, you know, um, we got Brandon Hood back. Hopefully, I think mm -hmm. we get Josh Rogers back this week. Um, so, we feel good about it. And we feel good about our identity and, and, and playing physical football the way that we want to. We want to run the football on offense and, um, and beat you up physically. And then we want to play dominating defense. Um, and I think we did that Friday night, which was good. It felt good because it felt like for the first time, truly, uh, we played Elka football the way that I want to play it. 
the way that we have played it in the past. So we'll see what happens as we move forward. Yeah, you talked about uh, Josh Rogers, uh, Brandon Hood. Obviously, that's a big part uh, of your offense, especially on the ground. Uh, you guys, what, average about 230 yards uh, you know, and obviously those are two of the you know two thirds uh, along with Philip um, that are a big part of what you guys do offensively. You mentioned the fact that you're looking to get, um, uh, I believe it was uh, Josh back. So give us an update on on those players and and where they're at uh, with with these injuries. Yeah, well, you know, Josh did come back for the last regular season game. He had a he had a pinched nerve, something really bad, something with your nerve. It's not like oh just hurt a nerve like it was this really bad injury um and you know if you really damage a nerve it could take three to six months to, mm-hmm. to heal and so he he got back to where he was probably about 75 80 percent and he actually did play that in the landmark game but he hurt his ankle he rolled his ankle so that put him out in the first round of the playoffs but you know uh brandon hood in the trinity game had broke his arm he was back for the landmark game kind of got things going um, so, but he's back and Brandon had 11 carries for 195 yards on Friday night and four touchdowns. So he played really well. And then, like you said, the other piece of the equation is, is Philip Massingale, um, being our quarterback, but he's also a tremendous runner. Um, you know, and he had a big night as well. He rushed for about 75 yards and then he threw, he had a, a 75 yard touchdown pass that he threw and um and that's what we want to do i mean we want to run the ball and and we want to we we want to hit big explosive plays in the passing game like we we throw the ball deep way more than we throw the ball short and um you know wait, we're just wait, wait. Say, say, that, say that again say that again now you prefer to do what with the with the pass we want we want to hit our explosive plays in the passing game. So my, my I said I throw we throw the ball deep more than we throw it short. Like we're we're we want the defense to come in and put you know eleven guys in the box, play cover zero, and then when we see and know that that you're committing everything you have to the to the run, we're gonna we're gonna uh, throw the ball deep on you, and we work really hard on it in practice stuff like that so our efficiency with the deep ball is really really good and uh so we we did that again on friday night um and so um you know phillips doing philip massingale is doing a great job with that in the deep ball and completing it very high percentage um we only threw five passes but we were four for five for 90 yards and one touchdown and then we rushed for 360 yards so that that's what we want to do you know um we'd like to throw more than five times but if you don't have to why do it hey i'm with you 100 percent. you know let's, let's face it and let's remember the game of football uh and and look i don't want to you know take us back to the stone ages but you know the, the game of football was actually intended to run the football uh and then of course the passing game was introduced later uh into the sport thankfully it was but I still, I think the point I'm trying to make is, you know, the, the, the fundamentals of the game dictate. And I still think this is true today, no matter what kind of offense you run, whether it's a spread or, you know, whatever. I think uh, it still remains that if you want to win, you've got to be able to, at least in some capacity, run the football. Yeah, that's at any level. It's proven over and over. you got to be able oh, to yeah. run the football. 
you know, high school football is a little bit different than college in the NFL. You know, um, rarely, you know, sometimes you are, but rarely are you going to have a Division One quarterback that can throw the ball all over the place. And then if you do, you're probably not going to have four wide receivers um, that, that can go and get it. Now, sometimes you're going to, but on a consistent basis, it's hard to build a program um, in high school around that concept because you're just not always going to have that quarterback you're not always going to have those wide receivers um unless i mean honestly if you do you're probably doing something illegal um but um so it's easier to build your program around running the football because you probably are going to have a running back you probably are going to have a quarterback that can throw the ball decently you probably are going to find one wide receiver that can stretch the field um and then you know you can get your linemen in the weight room and work them out and all that kind of stuff but i think the key too is in high school football it's why you want to play physical you're playing your chance you're playing your game your playoff games and the championship game you're playing it outside um and and you just never know what the weather's going to be like you know it's cold and it's head the, the the air is heavy uh it gets it gets wet at night um, and, and then also people are playing their kids both ways at all levels. You'll see kids playing both ways. And so how can I wear that defense down? Um, you know, so you want to be able to run the football and, and wear the other team down and understand that football's won in the third and the fourth quarter, be patient in the first half, um, all of those things. Um, so that's just kind of our philosophy and mindset here. Speaking of defense, now you got to tell me about the, uh, the the playmaker Reese Spence. Yeah, Reese, man, he's been he's had a tremendous year, right? You know, he went into the game with eleven sacks and sixteen tackles for loss, and you know, uh, Aquinas just got in the situation. There, they were a team that ran the ball a lot. Well, when we got up twenty eight to nothing, they just they just started slinging it all over the place. Um, which plays right into Spence's hand, you know, didn't necessarily play into what we had prepared for. But um, so Spence, uh, we call him Spence, he had four sacks and four tackles for a loss. Um, and, you know, that puts him at 16 sacks on the year, and it puts him at 20 tackles for a loss on the year. So he had a big game um, and really came up big time for us because they really started hurting us. They started RPO, and they have a really athletic quarterback and some good wide receivers. So traditionally they just ran the football they didn't really do all the rpo stuff we hadn't seen it on film well they come out in the second half when they were down and they just started slinging it all over the place doing rpo stuff we had never seen before and they were getting um but you know spence kind of took over um defense settled down and, and spence just came up with some big time sacks and big time tackles for a loss and um and uh, really led our defense to um, settling down, and, and, and they just got after them. All right, Coach, let's take a break, and uh, we'll come back, and we'll talk about uh, who's next as uh, ELCA advances to the second round of the GHSA Class A private high school football playoffs. We'll talk about that with Coach Guest right after this. Stay with us.
All right, welcome back, everybody. I'm Phil Jones, your host. You are listening to the Eagles Landing Christian Academy Coaches Show. This is the point of the week where we sit down and we visit via telephone with uh, Jonathan Guest, head coach of the Chargers from Eagles Landing Christian Academy up in McDonough. Coach, do appreciate you as always, uh, week in and week out, taking time to talk with us and sharing your thoughts uh, and everything else that goes along with Chargers football. Absolutely. I appreciate you allowing me to do it. Yeah, man, the, the pleasure is uh, is all ours. I appreciate uh, appreciate that, Coach. So let's talk about, um, you know, one down uh, as far as the playoffs go. But, you know, the thing about it, they call it the playoffs for a reason. Things don't get any easier. Let's talk about the next opponent. Yeah, next opponent is uh, Stratford Academy. They're out of Macon. Uh, good football team. I think they're eight and two, and um, you know, kind of. I think they had a tie, basically a tie for the uh, to be number. You know, the number one in the in the region. They lost the tiebreaker, um, so they ended up a number two in their region. So we're playing Stratford this week, and um, they run the wing tee. Have a very good coach and Mark Fariba. Um, we do have a history with him because we played him. He was the head coach at Prince Avenue in 2012 when we played them in the state championship um, in 2012. Um, so he's gone he's down to Stratford. He's done a phenomenal job there, um, as he did at Prince Avenue, and runs the wing tee just like he did in 2012. And uh, so we have a history there. Um, run the 3-5 on defense, which is what we run. So uh, we're familiar with that. Um, so we've never played Stratford Academy as – as a school, yeah, but we feel very familiar with Stratford because we played Mark Fariba in the wing tee, and then we run the uh, 3-5 defense. So, very familiar, and we're excited to play them. Yeah, these guys, uh, you know, you look at their schedule, man, they, uh, they're pretty tough. Um, you look, I'm just looking here up and down the schedule. So, they're coming off a 42-21 victory over Brookstone. I guess that was their first-round uh, playoff matchup. Yeah, they're good. And, you know, yeah. here, like, this is the deal. There are no bad teams in the playoffs anymore. You're right. Like, you know, I mean, you're down to, uh, I guess this is the round of 16. And um, in every classification, the the top 16 teams are, very, are good football teams. Um, and anybody can beat anybody if you don't focus in 100% on the team you're playing against. And so Stratford is extremely well coached. They don't make mistakes. They're very fundamental. Um, and, and so we got to make sure and – we, and we try to be the same. You know, we, we try to be the same. Um, so we just got to make sure that, that we don't make mistakes and we execute um, and we prepare diligently for the wing tee. You know, it's a – Offense everybody used to run, but not one everybody runs anymore. Uh, luckily, we've seen different versions of the wing tee this year from Pacelli uh, and even Whitfield ran a little bit of the wing tee. So uh, we feel like we're kind of prepared for it, but um, um, we got to get used to them running it under center. Absolutely. So everybody pretty healthy going into uh, this week's uh, week two playoff game? Uh, we're not, you know, I mean, we're not. Tell the aforementioned things we, we just talked a, about. We lost one of our um, uh, DeAndre already, really our leader on defense. Um, phenomenal football player. Um, he he got hurt 
Friday night, and we don't know how serious it is just day by day, really. Um, but for him to come out of the game and miss a second half, I mean, he, he's a tough kid. So that's a big loss for us. Um, and then we'll see Josh Rogers. We need Josh Rogers to be back. We'll see. We'll find out today. And then we've been playing without our uh, our starting guard, Isaiah Harrelson. And um, he's missed the past two games. Um, but hopefully he'll be back this week. So, um, but other than that, everybody's healthy. But that's playoffs. You know, you're going to have – you're going to have – people are going to have injuries. And I think the thing, too, the, here's going to be the interesting thing is, is the COVID bug. You know, like who – I'm just curious, you know, after Thanksgiving, who's going to come back, who has it, who's got a quarantine. I'm kind of worried about it. I'm sure every other coach is. So that's going to be an interesting thing to watch as well. No doubt about it. No doubt about it, Coach. Again, got some great matchups, as you just mentioned, individually. And, of course, between these two teams, going to be, a uh, uh, again, a really good football game. I think uh, the fans will get their – certainly their money's worth in this one. Stratford Academy and ELCA, second round of the GHSA Class A private state playoffs. Coach, it don't get any better than this, does it? No, absolutely not. There's great games all the way, I mean, all around the state of Georgia. Uh, and so it's going to be interesting for the fans to sit back and, and watch and see what happens. Absolutely, Coach. We are going to be here talking to you about it next week. And we look forward to visiting with you then, Coach. Absolutely. Hey, appreciate you. All right, same here, Coach. Thank you so much for taking the time out to join us. Yes, sir. All right, bye. All right, bye-bye. All right, there he is, ladies and gentlemen. That's uh, Jonathan Guess, head coach of the ELCA. That's Eagles Landing Christian Academy Chargers as they look to run the table and make another notch in the trophy case, going for six consecutive state titles. But first things first, you got to get past these playoffs and you got to get past Stratford Academy if you're looking to get another championship it won't be easy but it'll be fun and we'll be talking about it next week with coach jonathan guest you've been listening to the elca coaches show guys it is ryan i'm not sure if you know this about me but i'm a bit of a fun fanatic when i can i like to work but i like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus.